Hello and welcome to Inside Creativity, a podcast to guide you through the beautiful yet challenging process of making the creative projects you dream of. We'll go behind the scenes to explore building creative lives that are good on the inside and creating in a way that is effective, sustainable and joyful. I'm your host, Elin Love, a creative coach and writer. I live in Sweden, drink lots of tea and I am so glad to dive deep into creativity with you. Hello there you creative, how are you? It is good to be back. I am back after a unintentional two-week break from the podcast. That was definitely not planned to take a little break, but it had to be done because life got in the way. I First I had a cold and then I was actually busy with other creative stuff, uh, with group coaching in my group coaching community, Companions and Creativity, but I was sort of planning on sneaking in a little bit more content. But then I got food poisoning <laughs> and that wiped me out for a couple of days. So yeah, life got in the way. Um, and so I thought I would talk about that today. thought we would talk about when life gets in the way of creativity and how we deal with that and how we manage that uh, so we don't well, freak out, feel bad about it um, and manage to come back to our creativity again when life is sort of settling down. So let's dive right into that. So the first thing I want to say is that life will always get in the way. At some point, in some way, even if we live lives that are sort of not not having a lot of different things going on we will life will still manage to get in the way of creativity at times whether it's a cold or something else uh, it will happen and yeah we just have to find a way to to deal with that in those cases so yeah that's that's our sort of baseline if you have in your mind that we should always like make sure that life never gets in the way of creativity. I'm sorry to say that that will not happen. <laughs> we have to accept that it will. It will get in the way at some points. And this is, I have learned this both from my own life and creativity and also from all the creatives I work with. Like I see, I see it happen for creatives so often and I see us getting frustrated about it and yeah it's frustrating uh, but we also have we yeah we don't have to be so frustrated about the phenomenon as as a thing because we should expect it to happen every now and then I think so for many of us who do creative things we do them sort of in the margins of life we do them in our buffer time. So if you are doing your creativity full time, then you it's easier uh, because it's your job, it's one of your main things. But even so, even if you do creativity full time, I, I would guess that there are probably parts of your creativity that are not like the main thing. Uh, like for me, for example, when I've been running my creative business, when I did that full time, I still had parts of my creativity, like my novel, that were in the margins of that. So creativity often 
tends to exist in our buffer time in some shape or form. So in life we have like our basic cornerstones that we have to manage. That can be like a job or your kids, uh, sleeping, <laughs> um, feeding yourself, basics like that. Taking care of your health, whatever that means for you. Um, those kind of basics. Maybe like if you have a horse, you have to feed the horse. Things like that. That's sort of the basics. Uh, and creativity being something that is often less urgent, often less of a life or death kind of thing. Um, it often, it's often in the, not in those core pieces of, okay, basics of managing and surviving life. That means that it exists in the time that we can shift around when things happen. So if something happens in life uh, that that sort of derails us a bit, whether it's getting sick or um, something traumatic happening or just something boring happening that you have to deal with or whatever it might be, something in life happens that that captures your attention, that needs your attention, needs you to deal with it, that you will probably manage to to get the, the basic things still running and dealing with that life thing, at least to some degree. You will probably sleep, at least to some degree. You will probably feed yourself, even if it's pizza um, from the local pizza place. Those kind of things... We, you know, we, we scale things down when life happens. We focus on the essentials and creativity tends to fall away in those situations because we need the buffer time to deal with whatever it is that's going on. Um, and so creativity goes. And that, that's what's been happening uh, as well for me with creating content for the blog, uh, sorry, for the Substack, <laughs> and creating episodes for this podcast. It has not been the top priority when I had food poisoning and everything I could do was like, okay, I need to get water into my body. <laughs> um, and also like when I was not sick, but I had my creative stuff, then, uh, then I had to focus on bookkeeping that needed to be done and uh, my group coaching community. That is my top priority, of course, when we have big things. So things fall away and then in those, in those times, especially if we have things like content schedules or maybe you have a plan or a project you're working on, maybe you have a, yeah, maybe you have a word count goal if you're writing something, for example. And in those moments when we have to like pull the brakes a bit with, with our creativity, the sense of damn, I am not uh, keeping up with my own creative schedule, that can be a real weight on us. And that can be a... It can make us feel bad. It can make us feel like we are failing. We're not keeping up with, uh, with the plans. We're not, not managing to manage it all. Um, and that that is... I think that's very common. And when we... we talk about it like this I think we can all recognize that oh well things happen we have to change our plans but in the moment when it happens it can create a lot of stress and this is something 
also that I think we have to get better at um, at deal, dealing with and not putting ourselves in that stress and putting that pressure on ourselves when we when we realize that we have to shift things around in life. And this is also what I like I have to tell myself <laughs> um, because I I do like keeping up with things like content schedules and um, it it if I miss one week fine that that I can sort of resonate with myself if I miss two weeks I'm like damn <laughs> it's starting to not feel feel very good um, and we have to we have to recognize that we are humans first and creative second and when creativity exists in the buffer margins uh, then sometimes it has to go sometimes we have to prioritize it less to to manage other aspects of life so okay how do we sort of manage this how what what do we do to better better deal with life getting in the way so one thing I want to notice is that if life is constantly getting in the way there might be a structural structural problem so we can we can accept that yes life will sometimes get in the way especially if creativity exists in the buffer margins but if it's constantly if life is constantly constantly getting in the way of creativity it's probably not just life doing its things probably a bigger structural problem and this can be different things. It can be that we are actually doing too much. We're attempting to do too much. We're piling on too much on plate and things keep falling off the plate because it's too stuffed with things. Um, and that can be both in life as a whole that we are trying to manage too many different things at once. Or it can also be within creativity that maybe we are trying to to do too many different projects or keep up a too fast pace in things. This is something I've been considering now that <laughs> now that I have been uh, now that I've had to to pull the brakes a little bit for a little while. Do I have a too like fast content schedule? Does it allow me the the also buffer time within sort of my creative life that when things happen that I can have that wiggle room, maybe I should have uh, a content schedule that goes bi-weekly, for example. Maybe that would be better, it would allow me more time. Or maybe I should just, for myself as well, decide that, um, yeah, I'm not necessarily doing weekly, weekly Substack posts, for example. Um, even if I've sort of gotten into into my mind now that weekly would be nice. <laughs> um, just deciding for yourself, I think, and maybe proclamating it to, to who, whomever it may concern as well. But also really deciding for yourself what kind of approach you have to your pace with things. Um, that, I think, can be a really good start to having a... A relationship to to your creativity that is more flexible but I'm getting getting ahead of myself so if life is constantly getting in a way it might be that we're trying to do too much or it might also have to do with priorities so one thing that I also see with creatives is the struggle to prioritize creative things when there are other things that you can do 
And this can be sort of, especially if you have family and kids, it can be difficult to prioritize uh, like your own stuff that are just for you. And that's something that's common um, when other people might have sort of demanding your attention, demanding, demands on your time, then it can be hard to to put up boundaries and say, okay, so this is my thing. I really want to work on this. It doesn't, it's not productive. It's not, doesn't give you anything. It's not like t- taking care of some, someone else. Um, it's just for me and that can be hard to do. So that might be a thing to consider if life is constantly getting in the way. Are you actually prioritizing your creativity or is creativity the first thing to go when someone else asks you to do something, for example, or if the house needs cleaning or, or yeah, things like that. Um, are you devaluing your creativity when something else pops up? Are you sort of protecting your creativity against other things that are not actually necessary to do and focus on? Uh, when life really gets in the way, um, then... Like when, when there are big things in life that you have to deal with um, or have to sort of manage, then then it's reasonable to not prioritize your creativity. But it can be situations when there are things that you could prioritize less and, and choose to prioritize creativity over that are actually reasonable. So consider that. And finally, we have fear. This goes hand in hand a little bit with prioritization. So if we have fears in our creative life, if we doubt our own abilities, if we feel feel a lot of self-doubt in our creative processes, it can be very easy to focus on other things in life and sort of avoid our creative, creative tasks, uh, creative projects, because we feel fear around them. Um, and in those cases, it can feel like life is constantly getting in the way when really we are making life get in the way because we don't really want to do our creative stuff because it's, it's scary. So consider fear is maybe part of it as well. So when we are managing uh, creativity and life alongside each other, which is all of us, then I think a combination of habits and flexibility are helpful. So habits help us have the structure to protect creativity from life and to make it easy for us to do creative things regularly. So this this is the, the usual stuff in, okay, so I work on my creative projects at maybe a certain time in the week or... Uh, I have a sort of ritual around it or maybe you have creative th- friends you do things with or uh, things like that. A creative habit that makes it easy for you to come back to and, and uh, build into your life, build into your weeks so that you, you know that you have a space for your creativity in your life and it's it's a comfort to come back to. Just like with working out, um, it's easier to, to uh, go to the gym uh, in your weeks, if you have a habit around it that you actually do that, then you will predict it, you will write it into your calendar, everything like that. But there also needs to be the flexibility uh, around it. And this is this is for when life gets in the way. This is for, um, yeah, the times when, when yeah, 
something pops up or you don't have the energy, things like that, um, then you need a flexibility around your habits so that you can um, make life and creativity sort of go together. Um, if we are too firm in our habits, it will probably lead to frustration um, because things will sometimes happen and we will, won't be able to follow our habits perfectly every time. We sometimes need to shift things and there needs to be that flexibility uh, so that we can find ways to make our creative life sort of flow against the rest of life. And what we also need to do to make it easier for ourselves uh, when life gets in the way is to practice and make it easy for ourselves to pick back up again. So things will happen, things will derail us, we will be away from our creativity for a bit. Sometimes maybe just a couple of days or a week or two weeks, um, sometimes longer. And what we need is to, to pick it back up again when, when things have calmed down or um, maybe we've recovered from that cold or things like that. Um, so we need to make it easy for ourselves to step back into our creativity. And what does that mean? Well, it can mean that we have notes on our projects so that we can read through them and remind ourselves where we were with them or yeah, whatever, whatever it might be um, that helps you actually step back in or maybe have a ritual for picking back up things if you have been away from it for a time and this is a practice this is something that we have to practice over and over and over again because it will happen uh, we will have to do this uh, we will have to re restart up things again and again and if we can get good at that then life will never like beat us in our creativity they it will it will get us derailed temporarily but it will never uh, get us completely away from our creativity because we will once life is okay again we will pick back up uh, and this yeah I really do think that this is a practice and it's something that I've practiced over the years because oh my god I have <laughs> had to take breaks and uh, pull the brakes and be derailed and replan and do things um, be flexible so 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 many times and um, yeah it gets easier to to just say okay that ha that happened now we get back to it again so practice that and keep practicing that because you will be doing it for the rest of your life <laughs> when we design our creative life when we design our habits and when we think about things like content plans or plans for our creative projects we need to build in a certain amount of uh, a white space, of buffer time within our creative lives as well. Uh, so let's say that, okay, so let's, let's take my creative life as an example with this podcast, with running Companions and Creativity, with doing Substack. Um, if I have content schedules and such that fill all my creative time, then I will not have like any buffer time in my creative life 
for when things take longer than I they usually do or when, than expected or if I get a cold uh, and don't have much energy, uh, especially not creative energy. Um, and Or if I get an idea that I want to pursue and that sort of, yeah. If I have buffer time, if I white space, then I have an ability to deal with those things uh, to, yeah, manage that and it will be fine. If I have filled all my creative time, then every time that these things happen, it will sort of derail the plans. So that's why it's important to leave a certain amount of white space in our creative schedules, uh, because we we will need them probably um, at some points at least. And if we if we have uh, plans that are too firm to um, yeah to with too much planned in then we will keep going um, away from our plans we will keep not being able to keep up with schedules and that will make us feel stressed that will make us feel um, like we are failing a little bit regularly um, and that's not a really good that's not a good feeling to have in your creative life that will, it's unnecessary stress, unnecessary pressure that doesn't really have to be there. And sometimes the fixes are quite easy. It can be things like, okay, so maybe you will, you will not post three times a week on Instagram. Maybe you will post once a week on Instagram and that will be enough. Um, things like that can just build in buffer time that will allow you to be flexible, that will allow you to to do to pursue new ideas or uh, for things to take longer or life to get a little bit in the way and you won't it won't make you feel as bad so for me i am thinking about things like um like substacks most specifically because it's the thing that is taking the most time that is most recurring um and i'm considering thinking about it more like a blog in that, yes, sometimes I will post uh, weekly because I have things I want to write about and I have the time, but also sometimes it will be less often and it doesn't necessarily have to have a like firm uh, content schedule in that it's always weekly. Um, I think that we have been through a period online where that has been valued very highly um, at least from like the creator standpoint uh, and probably all algorithms are to blame for this partly um, that you should be very like consistent you should be uh, showing up at the same time every week things like that and I was thinking um, while I've been away a little bit uh, I was listening to a podcast that I really love that is called Hurry Slowly. Uh, and that's a podcast that has been going for a good couple of years. And I have been listening to it on and off uh, whenever I like feel like listening to it. Um, and she is like not consistent in, in, the, um, in the way we think about content consistency online with the podcast she puts out podcasts sometimes often and sometimes uh, not very often uh, and 
I it's one of my favorite podcasts so I wonder if maybe we too put too much um, into yes of course there there is value in showing up consistently because we're sort of top of mind for people and and we have a, an ongoing relationship with people but also that's not the only way we can have a softer idea about showing up as creatives and sharing online and I think that maybe we are seeing a little bit of a step towards that for creatives online um, I'm I feel like I'm seeing more of that again uh, that we're allowing ourselves to to have paces that suits us and that is more uh, sort of creator driven and less about okay so I am like a magazine that always comes out at the same day um, and yeah some some food for thought something to think about uh, that maybe we don't have to be that super consistent <laughs> that's what I'm thinking for my for me at least that there can be some some um, flexibility in in that and maybe that's totally totally okay okay so those were some thoughts uh, for when life gets in the way and it's very much thoughts that I'm having for myself as well <laughs> um, but yeah I would love to hear how you deal with life getting in a way. So uh, if you have any thoughts, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. If you have, yeah, have some thoughts you want to share with me. That's all for today. I hope that it won't be two weeks that pass until I speak next time to you. Uh, but until then, have a really lovely one and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to help more creatives find it, make sure you leave a rating and a review or send it over to a friend. If you want to dive deeper into my work of coaching, guiding and supporting creatives, head over to my website, elinlove.com. That is E-L-I-N-L-O-O-W.com. And until next time, remember, there is space for you and your creativity. Close the curtains, brew some herbal tea.